beer cracking. Yeah. Holy cow. Oh. Ooh, that's good. Oh, oh. oh my god. What you drinking there, Nick? Drinking a ice cold Pabst Blue Ribbon. How about you? I have Biden beer with Joe Biden on. <laughs> from Manaqua Brewing Company, Manaqua, Wisconsin. It is an inoffensive and not bitter Kolsch style ale. Biden beer. All right, Joe Biden beer, and uh, <laughs> Nick's having a Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Welcome yeah. to Slash You. Oh, welcome to Slash You. Hey, uh, we're talking about beer more than we usually do because okay. I am now, I just took the first sip of a Pabst Blue Ribbon. Have not had a sip of beer since. New Year's New Eve. New Year's Eve, yeah. When we had that murder murder mystery party. We did dry January and um God, I've already buzzed. Nick Nick waited until today to crack it open. I cracked it open. I've to... had beer prior to today, but I did make it through January. <laughs> yeah, no, I give everybody credit for that. Uh yeah. my homie Brian, uh Redman, shout out Brian. Hey go Brian! Che- go check out geardscience.com. Gear Science on Instagram. He, uh, I think, was doing dry. He was doing dry January. I think he kind of. I think he made it to like January thirtieth. Okay. So I give that. That's thirty that's days. Thirty days. Um, but I am enjoying a passable ribbon. I yeah. am enjoying this beer. I'm enjoying the company of Andy. And that said, I'm enjoying the company of the listeners out there uh, joining this somewhat. Professional con- podcast? Is it professional? It's very professional. Welcome to Slash You. We talk in microphones. We do talk in microphones. I look at a computer while we uh, talk. Yep. That's kind of cool. I monitor the recording equipment and I play with the with the sound effects. <laughs> and um, we talk about cheesy, campy, sometimes forgotten horror slasher movies um, made between the years 1977 and 1978. Although we're dropping that a little bit. Not, yeah, we're dropping it. We're not dropping it. We're just going to go, we're adding a little, and I loved it because Andy thought of this little term that I thought was great. A little extra credit. Slash you. Slash you extra credit. We are jumping out of the 1977, 1988 timeline. Yeah. And this is the first time we're doing this, Andy. I got chill bumps. Episode 61. We are doing a movie from... 2009. 2009. Yeah, baby. It's My Bloody Valentine. My Bloody Valentine remake from 1981. <laughs> 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 One hour, 41 minutes. In 3D. Uh, directed by Patrick Lussier. Lussier. Oh. 2009. I wanted to say this, though, uh, before yeah. we jump into the movie, because we do spoil it. We're gonna spoil the whole thing. I'm yeah. sure. I mean, maybe a lot of you have seen this. If not, I mean, if you're a, if you consider yourselves a horror slasher '80s fan, and you've watched the original My Bloody Valentine, you mm. would have to watch the remake. So that said, I really wish I could have seen this in 3D. Oh, there were some definite spots <laughs> where they're like, we know we're in 3D and we're celebrating it, like shit coming at the screen. And if it was, uh, there was the, one kill like, where I was just like, you know, I was right like, oh my me. god, yeah. I think the only the first horror movie and the only horror movie that I've seen in um, 3D, dating myself here, um, was, was uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Three in 3D. I actually saw that in the movie theater with the yeah. old paper glasses. You told me that, and remember, I said they missed the marketing opportunity. Friday the Thirteenth. 3D. And they said it's Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th, part three in 3D. Oh, Friday the 13th, 3D. Like yeah. when Piranha did Piranha yeah. 3 double 3D. D. Yeah. Piranha 3 double they, D. They, they could have combined part three and 3D, but they missed it. Anyway, anyway, here we are today. Harry Warden is back. Um, This is not a sequel. We've, we've This is a reboot. Remix. Right? Remake. Uh, it's got some similarities to the 1981. We're not going to 
do a side-by-side -side here today. But there's definitely some Easter eggs in this one that call back to the original. If you're familiar with the original movie, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I can appreciate what they did here. You know, There were a couple that I really enjoyed. Yeah. I cannot wait to call I them I really out. liked it. But oh, we're not cinephiles. No. We're going to spoil the movie. It's spoiling the whole thing. Cinephiles are nerds. <laughs> We, we sometimes act like cinephiles, but we're, we're not. Uh, speaking of Valentine's Day, Andy, happy Valentine's. Happy Valentine's Day. Day. Will you be mine? Uh, 100%. Thank you. Always and forever. <laughs> As you hear this, it will be Valentine's Day, won't it? Yeah. Yes, happy Valentine's Day to all of you. Yeah. Uh, we we slash you. We slash, slash love you. Slash, slash you. love slash. you. Love slash you. I know it. I know someone's listening to this and go, they should have said this. Like it's in their head. Like it's okay. They're screaming in, in traffic <laughs> right now. Why aren't you saying Nick it this Andy, way? You suck, idiot. Uh, we slash you. Okay. No. Um. Yes. But uh, it's Valentine's Day. Uh, what? I'm so stoked. We're stepping out of this little extra credit to to do my bloody Valentine. Um. Which, um, Andy, this movie is like. What's it like? This movie is like if someone watched the original My Bloody Valentine and decided to make it a remake with more boobs and gore. And they wanted to put it in 3D. That's what this movie is like. Wow, that's very succinct and right on point. It's <laughs> exactly what this movie is like. They wanted I want to do I want the original movie, more gore, more boobs, three dimensions. All right. Perfect. So that is uh, nailed that, it. Um, before we, I want to even start this out, though, uh, we always will have cinephiles have this argument. Even friends have this argument. The original, the remake, the original remake. Like people can say, like, is there a remake that's better than the original? I know there's people that stand behind Rob Zombie's more than John Carpenter's. They are called idiots. Oh, for Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I. They are called idiots. <laughs> They're um, <laughs> you're wrong, but you're entitled to your. I, I can I can find ways to appreciate yeah, that movie. Yeah, but it come on. You're There's entitled to your even... stupid opinion. Yeah, got it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this that being said, the yeah. original My Bloody Valentine better than this. Even though the bubes and the and the blood and the gore and the three dimensional yeah. aspect of it, always got to go original. Um, I just kind of wanted to get it out there. That that being brought up now, is there a remake that's better than the original? If you if, if out there in uh, podcast land, hit us up on on uh, Instagram. Let us know if if you think there is one at slash you underscore podcast. Um, you mean in slashers or any movie? Mm. Any movie? I'm sure there's something. I can't think of one right now, but. There's got to be a movie because I'll be honest, I listen to music and sometimes I like cover songs better than the original, <laughs> you know, sometimes the cover songs better. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, I can. Uh, but it, the same doesn't always movie, hold yeah, true this for is, movies. This yeah. is like because there's so much more components to a movie. It's longer, yeah. visual, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know. I don't want to uh, waste so much time on this because we're, you know, we're, we're diving into this uh, wonderful remix remake uh, for this Valentine's Day. But think about it. Then please hit us up if, if there's something on your mind, because mm -hmm. we do interact. We do like to engage with our listeners, because uh, we would not be doing that. Well, we would be doing this even if we didn't have any listeners. But um, That's true. Uh, thank Just for you, you and I yeah. and our family. <laughs> yeah. Um, shout out to the Northwoods and Northern Minnesota. <laughs> um, that said, uh, Andy, I think it's time to get into your... Cliff or, or, or you You ruined it. Oh, sorry. What if I said no? It's a time to get like let's have let's stand up and hug. Okay. Okay. All right. We All just right. got done we hugging. Hugging. <laughs> um, 
So now, 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 it's time for for Andy's, Andy's, Andy's Cliff, Cliff, Kill. brought to you by those crappy Valentine's candy that tastes like chalk. Oh, if sure. you hate someone on Valentine's Day and want to give them a crappy piece of candy, give them those Valentine's candies that are made of chalk that have stupid sayings on them. And now, 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 Andy's, Andy's, Andy's Cliff, Cliff, Thank you. Thank you. Lovely. The chalk candies for sponsoring the Cliff Homos. Uh, we're just going to brief summary of the movie so you are up to speed on what we're going to be talking about today. Harry Warden was stuck in a collapsed tunnel in the Hanager mine along with several other miners. When they got to the trapped men, they discovered that Harry had killed five miners to conserve his own air, and he was found in a coma. After some time in the hospital, Harry wakes up goes on a killing spree before being supposedly shot by uh, authorities. And I put that in quotes because yes. we'll, we'll talk about that. Then uh, 10 years later, killings have started again. Is it Harry? What's going on? And that's the setup. <laughs> Andy, your cliff kill notes not only are majestic and magical, it's the music that really brings up the, funky. the nuance and the elegance <laughs> of your voice and it captivates your personality and Good. I love you. Oh, I love you too, man. Um, Thanks. This is, I, I'm glad we're done with Cliff Kill Notes in the sense that I'm ready to start the podcast now. I'm yeah, ready to go through the sure. movie because the intro of this movie was super cool. We get backstory right in the opening credits. But you have to pay attention to it. You must. Jody brought up a good point. I don't know if I would have watched it the first time if I would have caught it. Watching these movies more than once for Slash You does help me kind of, you know, go, oh, I, I need to watch for this. Catch those details. So even Jody was like, hey, homie, next time you. Um, watch it. Really dive into what they're showing up for the backstory. We should say this one uh, is available on um, HBO Max or IMDb I'm, says I'm, it's on Cinemax with uh, Amazon Prime I'm, video channels. Amazon Prime, I rented it for like three bucks. Yeah. So you can, it's like one of those you can buy for th rent for three ninety nine or buy for five ninety nine. Oh, okay. So, I watched uh, it on HBO Max. Yeah. So it's uh, <clears throat> the intro is great. If I mean. If you're just some stone teenage kid watching it for the first time, it's like, see ya, you won't, I mean, I don't, you might get it, like, of course, they'll tell the story, but you really have to dive into that intro, because it's like newspaper clippings, it's television reporting, right. it's all coming in. Um, Men trapped in mind. Yes, uh, to, to, to set you up for the story that's happening. The kind of, um, you start seeing some of the difference between the original and the new one in this right away. Totally. You have to kind of remix it, obviously, I mean, don't want to go verbatim, no. but that said, the intro to this movie, if you have not seen it, and even if you already have, go back and watch it again if you're you know, you're know, on a lovely date night. Yeah. The intro really is good. I want to tell you one main difference between this one and the original. This one had far less to do with Valentine's Day. Oh, of course. It had almost nothing to do with I was Valentine's really, Day. I picked that up right away, but then I really started diving into it more on the second yeah. watch because it's all based around a Valentine's Day dance. It's all about the first, I mean, the first one. one, a Valentine's Day dance. Right. It all happened on Valentine's Day. I mean, right. it, there's nothing to do with... And uh, the killer in the first one was all about, you know, preventing them from having this Valentine's Day. Didn't, he didn't want him to have a Valentine's Day dance, and that's why he was killing not true in the remake. The There's, remake could have happened on Arbor Day. Yes. And we wouldn't have known. They would yeah. have called it My Bloody Arbor Day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? My Bloody... My Bloody Tree. My Bloody Mother's Day. Oh, that right. was, ugh. Ugh. But Nick. point being, yes. this movie had far less to do with Valentine's Day than the original. They they bring it... The only reason that it gives nods and, and little kisses to Valentine's Day is... <laughs> little, little butterfly. Kisses, little... <laughs> 
<laughs> is because um, the the massacre, or not the massacre. Well, yeah, I mean the 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 miners died on Valentine's Day. Right. There, there's no dance involved. They don't talk about why. Why were the miners dead? Right. Oh, because we were all partying at the Valentine's Day dance and the original, and mm -hmm. we forgot. This. Um, uh, what, what we find out about is, is is little Tommy Hannigan. Remember the name Hannigan. Uh, bleed the lines. This is what caused the accident. People are blaming Tommy Hannigan. Hanniger. Hanniger. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Are you sure? It is. Positive. I thought it said Hannigan Mines on the damn thing. I thought thing. it said Hanniger. I don't know. Tommy Hanniger. Yeah. Okay. Tom Hanniger played by Jensen Ackles from yes. Supernatural from on Super the WB. Natural. On the WB. Heartthrob. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Tom Hanniger. it's obviously an accident, but, uh, they find out that through this backstory and what happened is that those miners that were trapped down there, uh, with, with, with such limited air, Harry Warden killed him, uh, killed him, took a pick at, took a pick ax to their head to, to conserve his own there air. You go. Yeah. But it wasn't enough. Cause he obviously was in a coma. He must've, uh, suffocated enough to where when they finally uncovered everyone, uh, they, they did. Said, That's right. That's exactly, Harry exactly Warden. Right. Harry Warden was alive, but in a coma. Because everyone else had a hole. Everyone in their else head. had a hole in their head from a pickaxe. Uh, and and that's kind of the flash uh, animated opening credits is explaining all of that. Well, it's it's not really, that's even before. I mean, they they um, before like that intro, which is just a quick intro of screams and like the 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 the, the my bloody Valentine uh, shot or the words. A logo. I mean, I'm in yeah. advertising. That's what I call it. But uh, at the hospital, Harry Warden is in a coma before everything, like you said, and he awakens yeah. Yeah. because he dreams about. He's having this dream. Harry Warden is about little Tom Hanniger approaching him, and he's like, you know, you're little daddy's boy. That's the only reason you work. And he's like, shut up, Mister Warden. I'm. I, I know these. I know this. I. I. I'm. A, I'm a good miner. I'm a good miner. I'm a good miner. It's he's a like, coal mine, right? Yeah, coal okay. mine. But he's. It's. You're just daddy's little helper. And he flashes awake. Harry Warden is now awake. and um, In the hospital. In the hospital. And this is kind of bad news because a nurse walks into his room and realizes that Mr. Warden is not in his bed. That's a great shot, Andy. This is why sometimes I like a little bit more newer movies because you get some good like cine you know, cinematic shots. Mm -hmm. The nurse is looking around and there's Harry Warden in the back just sitting on a bed kind of out of his, you know, not really thinking straight. And he's got blood that, you know, obviously he's already done some killing because he's got blood on his uh like his gown his, his hospital gown, gown. Hospital gown. Yeah. thank you and then uh um he one sits on the bed and you're one beer and you can't remember words <laughs> unbeknownst to the nurse um sorry harry is back and yeah. that's where we do the intro my bloody valentine ah scream yeah. the nurse's scream yeah and um he is uh, goes on a killing spree. <laughs> like um, the cops arrive at the hospital. Yeah, that's when the cops arrive at the hospital, and, and I guess this is when it's 1999 because I mean, the movie's made 2009, 10 years later, all that. So sure. this is obviously the late 90s. But yeah, the cops arrive, and what do they find? Uh, just a trail <laughs> of bodies, like in the hospital, like literally bodies everywhere in the hospital. There was one dude who was in half. <laughs> yes, I saw that. There was a pair of legs on the floor and a torso on the bed. There's a lady gutted and like and her heart know, pulled out. Heart, yeah. I mean, it, it is. It's and that's they, about the closest tie to Valentine's Day is Harry Warden takes their hearts out. Yeah, yeah. That's, so hearts, and, and, but, Valentine's puts them in the yay. Yeah, here's a real fucking. And he puts them in the box of chocolates. Yes, that's yeah. that's very much. And then we'll get to the, and the rest. Like you I said, guess brothers. you can't do that like on Easter. 
uh, you know, yeah, yeah, Arbor Day. Arbor Day. You can plant a heart. I guess. Yeah. Plant a heart. Um, <laughs> that's a great. That's my plant a tree. It's probably gonna sound like some like. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, question: Harry Warden was trapped in the tunnel with five other miners. He killed them to conserve air. Why then does he just continue to go on a killing spree when he woke up from a coma? Holy is the guy shit, just I didn't nuts? Even think about that. Like, why is this guy doing that? I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I... I don't understand his motivation. Okay, okay, then maybe let's just try to have some... Does, cin- he wants all the air in the world for himself? Cinephile, <laughs> cinephile action, no. uh, just go by go. Now, uh, he was down in the... He lost air, he, his brain, so his brain's done because he lost so much air. He's in a coma, so he woke up killing. Go. Ah, that's good. I like oh. it. So he was deprived of oxygen long enough where he's a psychopath. Yeah. He after he killed everyone, he had so much fun that he decided to masturbate and hang himself and. Uh, and but not kill himself. Yeah, but not kill himself. Autoerotic asphyxiation. Autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah. And he died. He, he, so he likes the killing. He got a taste of it, and is uh, okay with it. Now yes. woke up from a coma. That's a. That's a but that's a great point, Andy. Yeah. I, I never. I, I didn't even think about he that. He killed them to so he could survive, and now woke up from his coma and continued to but kill. But he didn't just kill. Like I mean, he killed them he violently. Killed, he in this hospital. No, he, I mean, but even in the, sorry to interrupt, but even in the, in the mine, mine he, yeah. I mean, it, it's a pickaxe pick that has to be violent. Yeah. Well, and it's quick. Uh, <laughs> but here in the hospital, he murdered dozens of people, at least almost two dozen people, or a lot of people. You know, we come to find out in total, 22. You yeah, know. well, he's going, yeah. Would you rather die with a pickaxe in the head, or would you rather die being chopped off a swing over the cliff into the sea? <laughs> oh, man, uh, pickaxe. Because I really feel like that'd be quick. Just thunk into my brain, dead. Uh, we're bringing up our last episode, which was uh, American, American Gothic, Gothic uh, episode 60. I think I'd want to go the swing, Andy, because that would be fun. Just, Whee! Whee! Off the cliff. Yeah, I think yeah. you're dead. So, um, but I'm sorry, yes, uh, but that was yeah. a great point you brought up. Um, why does he do it? Yes, why does he do it? But. Well, the sheriff and everyone else at the hospital is kind of like, well, where, where's Harry headed next? And we flashed a tunnel number five at the mine. Yeah, cut to kids party at the mine. What is the big deal, Nick, about having a party in a mine tunnel? Why is that so appealing? Because in this uh, small town of Harmony, Harmony. The town's, town's name is Harmony. Yeah. And the small town of Harmony, there's nothing else to do. You can either go to the mine or you can go uh, sit in the uh, you can go sit in the uh, the Circle K parking lot or, or, <laughs> or you know, the, the convenience stores parking yeah. lot. OK, so they get a little privacy at the mine and the kids are, you know, you can tell their kids because they're, you know, it's like how they how do we make our kid our actors that are going to be 10 years older look like they would be 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we'll have them wearing skull caps. Yeah, we'll have we'll put pink in their hair for the girls. So, you know, the guys will wear their caps backwards. So, you know, they're kids, you know, they're, they're teenagers and they're they're hanging out. And uh, it's where we meet Tom Hanniger, Sarah, his girlfriend, Axel. And Irene. Irene, yes. And, you know, they're all young, drink a beer, ready to maybe do Party. some maybe do some swinging in the mine. But I, I don't understand why they want to go in the mine, because obviously Tom just had a traumatic experience there. Oh, he did? Not at this point. Yes, he, yeah, no, I'm serious. Yes, he what did. What was Tom's traumatic experience in the mine? Tom was in the mine. He was the one that got out. He was the one bleeding the lines. When... Oh, when Harry got trapped? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I guess I didn't realize that. I thought yes, that was his dad. He, no, that was his dad oh. just owns a mine. That's why Tom Harry Warden says, you're just daddy's little oh, boy. okay. 
His right. father owned the mine, so I mean, literally, I mean, he was the why, the reason why they're saying, Tom, you're the reason why those miners are oh, dead. Oh, you're yeah, you're Harry, skipping ahead. Then you're right. No, no, that I'm, makes sense why they're mad at him later in the movie. But well, I mean, it also but, makes sense now that he was kind of yeah, nervous like, to be there. Because I mean, Sarah looks at him and goes, "Hey, do you want to come down here or not? You don't have to." And he's oh. like, "No, I'm cool." Because, I mean, we're still trying to set up. I mean, this is one of those movies, spoiling. I mean, we, we don't know who the killer is. It's going to be like, is it this? Is it this? Is it? Yeah. Because in the original movie, we know that Axel was the killer. Yeah, that's true. Axel was the killer. Well, we found that out at the end. But yes, yeah. of course. So what I'm getting at is it's party time at the mine. Uh, Axel and Irene, Tommy and Sarah are all fucking hanging out. Axel and Tommy don't seem to like each other. Right. And, um, and you know, is Tommy having a hard time uh, getting in, going into the mine ever since the accident? Um, so he's, you know, he's like, I'm Sarah, I'm fine. Um, but I forgot the beer. Why don't you go ahead? I'll catch up. You you, can, you, you walk with Axel and Irene. I'm going to go get the beer. I'll be right there. Um, the mine. Yeah. And, uh, they get right to it. Uh, Andy, once they Sarah all goes mind, in alone to catch up with Axel and they Irene. They get right to it. They get right to There's some dude. I don't know this guy's name. Hmm. What was his name? Jason. It was Jason. Because you remember that guy who comes down, like, when they're being quiet, like, Jason? Oh, yeah. So... Some guy, uh, yeah, Jason comes up and like, oh my god, hey, we're here to party. Freaks her out or scares, startles her a little bit, and he's just like, come on, we're here to, we're having fun. And a, a pickaxe comes from behind, in the back of his head, and comes out through his eyeball and pops his eye out. For the first second, I thought this was a joke. I thought it was like gonna be like, ha ha ha, you're so scared. Like it was just like a, a prank. Yeah. Because that's how these movies usually start. It's and not to sound cinephilish, but it's, you know, it's like. Like, like you know, like she'd go, ah, she'd freak out watching the eye come out, yeah, and be like, ah, freaking out, and, he, and, then, and then his friend would pop up, and he'd pull the eye, out, like, oh, it's a joke, but it's no, real, it's real. He drops to the ground. There's yeah. there uh, he is. Harry Warden, the killer. How do we should we call Harry him? Harry Warden. Let's just call him Harry. I'm gonna say Harry's there. Harry's there. Harry, Carrie, Harry, Harry's there. <laughs> she, Sarah, of course, now is like later. She runs off. Um, Axel is hiding out with his with Irene with Irene he grabs her and pulls her into a crevice Shh. right there's dead kids everywhere dead kids He's, everywhere Harry has been killing them for the, like the last 20 minutes yeah, or whatever just, just taking them out one by one and, and um, no one's able made it out from the mine to no. say like get the fuck like every I mean he's that quick with an axe pickaxe pickaxe yeah yep. so he grabs Axel grabs Sarah and hides her um everybody's getting killed some other guy comes looking for that Jason Right, and he's like shining his light down the tunnel as Harry's walking away, and the kid's like, "Hey, Jason, where are you? Come yep. on, dude!" And Axel, he 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 catches Axel. Axel's trying to stay quiet. Axel's like, "No, get, yeah, get he's, the looking, fuck out he's of looking at he's looking at Jason's yeah. buddy, and he and yeah. exactly. Axel's like, dude, dude. and so I mean, the kid who's stoned and drunk, what Axel? He didn't say that. He just kind of looks at him like, okay. huh? And so of course, Harry Warden turns around. And comes at him. Comes at him, dude. Yeah, and the poor kid hits his head on a beam at the top of the tunnel and falls over, and Harry kills him, and then chases. Um... <laughs> I mean, he just—I mean—he knocks his head, and you know, the kid looks up like I'm fucked. I mean, yeah, he knows he's about to die. Yeah, and, and he does. Then, uh, uh, Harry chases uh, Axel and Irene and Sarah out, and they bump into Tom as he's finally, you know, catching up, getting into the mine. Oh my God, everyone's dead. Oh my God, everyone's dead. We gotta run. We gotta run. Um, and they get, uh, uh, they pretty much get away, but Tom gets separated and, and left behind and, uh, Harry catches him and throws him against the wall. And we think, uh, Tom's a goner and Axel and Irene and Sarah, um, 
leave him. Uh, but it was cool because Harry was running at him and chucked the pickaxe at their truck and <laughs> stabs into the windshield like inches from Sarah's face. It's another 3D thing, this pickaxe coming at him. I think um, Axel and Tom shared a look. Yeah, as Axel's I mean, like, fuck like, it, I'm what? driving away. But I, I wanted to, to as this all this chaos, because it, it is a, the mine is it's a quick, bl- it's a bloody just mess in there. Because the, yeah, as the, before Axel drives off with the girls and leaves Tom behind, they're trying to get out of the mine. And, you know, they actually do get in a little skirmish with uh, the killer, Harry Warden. And um, right before Sarah's about to get a pickaxe to the head, a blonde girl comes running up and oh, yeah. bashes. <laughs> The killer and I the forgot head. About yeah, this. the Harry Ward is sorry. So Harry turns around and like you know, you know, just his pickaxe is dropped out of his head because the girl hit him. So he just picks up a shovel, slams this girl who is just a just trying to be a saint, a hero, if you will. <laughs> this blonde girl could have just left on her own, but she went there to knock off, you know, to to let Sarah, ex, you know, run away. Yeah. So Harry's pissed, so he pushes his blonde girl against the post. Takes a shovel, just rams it right into her mouth. I mean, like opening a mouth, she eats the shovel. And she's sitting there, cut like, you know, just. And then he just jabs it in there more. And when he jabs it in there more, her body falls down. But her head from her mouth, nose, forehead up stays there. On the shovel. On the shovel, just. And that is my. (laughs) Dick kill. Dick kill. I'm so sorry, Nick. I'm so sorry that I like skipped past that. No, but I, because I, 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 this is a first for me, Andy. Two episodes in a row where the dick, where my the first kill, pretty much, is yours. Is my dick kill shot? Yeah. Well, this is a great one, dude. He cuts her head in half with the shovel. I mean, yeah, and it's not like yeah, it's at the mouth. Yeah, like it was right through the mouth. Intruder, um, you know the. Mutilators. I mean, We've it, seen some gory kills, but this one was just, and this is we're, we're in a retreat. Like this is just setting the tone. Yeah, for um, blood and gore. So it, Cheryl and I were watching this together, and and this is still roughly seven minutes into the movie. Like where he is killing, and, I, and Cheryl was like, "This can't be real. This has to be a dream sequence." Like, what is going on? I'm I, like, I'm like, they're ramping it up to eleven right away. I, told, I, I couldn't agree more. Again, going back to the first kill with the eye coming out. Yeah. Um, even though that was, te- I mean, it's that was 3D. You know, <laughs> I, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was gonna be like, "Oh, Sarah," and she'd been like, "Oh, Jason, you jerk." Where's Where's Alex? Where's Axel and Irene? Anyway, uh, back to what Andy was saying. Uh, that innocent little shovelhead girl is now dead. It's yeah. let, let's Sarah escape. Let's ask Axel escape. Let's Irene escape. They get back to the truck, only to have uh, the axe come through the windshield. That was a great yeah. 3D moment. They pull away, and Axel, like you said, Andy, Axel and fucking uh, Tom are looking at each other like, dude, well, I hate you. I hate you more. Like, they hate each other. Well, because Axel leaves him, you know? And yeah. Tom's pro- they all probably think Tom's a goner, uh, but they're getting away. And it's not like Tom said, like, leave me, run, I'll slow him down. That wasn't the case. Tom was trying to get away, too. He was just too slow. Yeah, he, yeah, because, I mean, he was obviously mixed up, because was he going to grab the beer? Da-da-da-da. Obviously, yeah. there was some mix-up. The miner takes note to Tom and gives chase to him. And so just to kind of make this quick, I put it, it's very similar to the original My Bloody Valentine, is that Harry Warden runs off as, being, as he's being shot by the police. He's about to kill Tom, and the cops shot him. Yeah. And uh, he runs off injured. Tom's safe, but shaken, is yeah. what I wrote. So, exactly. Safe, but shaken. I'm led to believe that 
that Harry Warden is gone. Like, I mean, because in the original movie, he just, you know, they're like, is he dead? You never know because yeah. he just runs off. Well, the cops ran after but, him. But spoiler, spoiler, we find out there was some vigilante justice yeah. that happened and they actually went and killed that fucker. Yeah. Well, no, they, um, didn't bring him to, they didn't bring him to justice. That's why I said in my uh, Cliff Kill notes, he was supposedly shot by authorities, but it was vigilante exactly. justice. Yeah. Uh, consistent of um, Axel's dad. Uh, yeah. Uh, the sheriff at the time. So anyway, let's go into 10 years later. 10 years later. This is where we get it's uh, Valentine's Day again. Yep. And that's where you hear a reporter saying, welcome to Harmony, uh, the murder capital of the world, <laughs> like, which I thought was Chicago. But it's, I guess, Harmony. Um, is this Massachusetts? No, where is this? Harmony? I would, uh, New York. Harmony, random coal mining town. New York. Yeah. Uh, Canada. Canada. Sure. The murder capital of the U.S. Got it. <laughs> Canada. That doesn't make any sense. What are you on? Beer number six? Chase. Come on now, man. Is Harmony or Harmony Falls? <laughs> it's Harmony. I... Harmony. The murder capital of the U.S. Because that... yeah. per capita, there's been more murders here. It but it's a small like... town, yeah. so per capita is a small number. In any case, that's where the reporter says, <laughs> 10 years after Harry Warden murdered 22 men, women, and children, here we are again uh, interviewing Axel the Sheriff. The Sheriff. Sher Axel is now the Sheriff. Now the sheriff. Yep. Um, who just says, y'all are making a big deal out of this. That happened 10 years ago. It's uh, over and done with. Time to get on with our lives. Uh, and we're in a, a little restaurant. A little Axel. diner. Yeah. The neighborhood, the, the town, city, town, small town yeah. diner. Axel's on TV. Uh, we meet Ben Foley, who I guess is manager of the mine or something. Local rich guy. Local rich guy. Half. He's not uh, owner. He's minority he, owner. Minority owner of, of the mine. And that doesn't mean he's Hispanic. It means he is. He owns less shares <laughs> in the mine. <laughs> uh, minority, because he's a white dude. Uh, he's a rich white guy. Sorry. He's a rich white guy that owns uh, a minority of the mine. Probably forty nine. Owns a forty percent. Owns, owns minorities. Yeah, because he still believes in slave. No, I'm just kidding. so he is there in the diner. Um, they're uh, all laughing at Axel that was on TV, and Axel's just like, whatever. Ben's like said something like, uh, "You arrest a lot of bicycle thieves in town, and uh, you make us sound like we're a bunch of inbred mining town." And Axel's like, "We are." We are an inbred mining town. <laughs> like that's that's what we are. Yeah, and this is also where we find out that Axel and Sarah are married. Yes. Uh, Spice Boys, uh, Tom's old girlfriend. Tom's old girlfriend ended up marrying Axel uh, after they drove away. And very left much. Tom. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> after I mean, they left Tom in the mine, they well, just got married. There's gotta be there between when Tom left and when they drove off. Mm -hmm. There's gotta been some time like. We should make a movie during that ten years. <laughs> well, what no, happened? no, no. I'm saying like that, you know, like t Tom. Why did you leave? Yeah. Well, because you guys fucking ditched me at the mine, where fucking Harry Warden, who I, yeah. you know, was gonna kill he me. He was shot right in front of me. I suffered serious psychological <laughs> trauma, and so I left. Uh, in any case, uh, uh, Tom. But I loved you, Sarah. Fuck you the most because um, <laughs> anyway. It, it Sarah is, and Axel are married. Are yeah. married, and uh, this is also really rad because it's more of a woke movie because we do have a, a black deputy, African-American deputy. Oh, sure. Which is great. Um, who Deputy Martin. Who brings the story full circle because he, to me, is the the morality of the movie. Did that sound cinephilish? It did. I don't but, know where you're getting at. No, but Explain he, yourself. <laughs> well, he's the morality. Like He knows what's good and what knows what's bad. Not yeah. Axel. Axel comes off like a throughout the whole movie. Well, and Axel's having an affair, too. It's, well, yeah, it's yin yeah. yang with Tom, though, too. Like, is Tom yeah. the sweet boy? I mean, but it seems like uh, Debbie Martin yeah. always kind of holds, like, the, He's the true north. The neutrality. Yeah. yeah. He, he is Sweden. He knows what's, he knows Got bad it. from good. So, uh, 
And this is all happening at the, uh, the local diner. And this is when Sarah is approached by, I guess, one of her workers. Sarah manages a grocery store? Yes. That's in her, that her mom and dad own? I suppose. And I and think... I talk uh, like I ask questions? Yeah, every is sentence. Is that annoying? And, yeah. Um, Do you hate me? <laughs> no, I don't hate you. Uh, <laughs> is this annoying? Okay, yeah. A little. No, Megan, works, Megan works for Sarah and says, like, I have, I'm have, i going to be late. I have a doctor. I'm going to be late. And Sarah's like, that's cool, homie. And Sarah leaves, and Megan makes eyes a little bit at Axel. And and she leaves, and then Axel gets up and says, "Like, all right, I gotta get to work uh, arresting uh, Huffy thieves," referring to bicycles. <laughs> that was awesome. He did say that Huffies, um, and leaves. And the, we go to uh, a cabin in the woods, which we learn later is Axel's dad's old place. And Axel and Megan are uh, having an affair, which is um, unfortunate well, because you know. It, I mean, you know, that, that's what's happening. Is I mean. It, it, Sarah's such a sweet girl. She and, is. And, and to have Axel doing this with Megan, um, they're in this crappy old cabin that we find out is um, Axel's father's land. Did and I say Tom's dad? I meant Axel's dad. Yeah. If I said Tom's dad, I was wrong. It's Axel's father's cabin. Yeah. yeah. And so they're there, and Megan's like, why do we always have to come here? Why can't we go to a hotel? Because yeah. it's just a dirty-ass mattress. Right. Uh, and very romantic at all. But also, he's like, yeah, sure, we'll just check into a hotel. And, and there's a the sheriff's s- car out there. There's a sheriff's car out there. This is weird, too, because this is kind of where they all start starting up like, who's the killer? Who, who, who? Because <laughs> we don't know if, if I mean, we we know Harry Warden's not the killer. I mean, I, I, it's just, it's going to be. I'm going to call him Harry until we find out who it is. Yes, great. So, Megan gets Axel a sweet Valentine's Day gift. That's how we know it's Valentine's Day again, like you said. Right. It's a little box of chocolates. He and... says, I didn't get you anything. She goes, yes, you did. Yes, you did. I'm pregnant. I'm having your baby. I'm having your baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, and Axel kind of, his smile sort of fades like, oh, shit. Yeah, my side piece is pregnant. Axel, Damn it. Axel does not seem too happy because she's even saying, like, when are you going to tell your wife? Right. She yeah maybe maybe he's probably led her to believe because she's younger. I get the impression, right? I would say that if if those so, guys are in their eighteen, like they're eighteen, nineteen, ten years ago, I'd say they're close to thirty. I would definitely say she's like twenty. So she was probably middle school ten yep. years ago when all this went down. So mm-hmm. right, so she's this impressionable poor young girl likes the sheriff, having his baby. He does not seem too happy. Believes that he's probably going to leave his wife for her. He does not seem happy. Oh, shit, she's pregnant. Yep, and this is uh, when we switch to Tom is back. Old Tom Hanniger, who left. I mean... Back in town. Back in town. Guess who's back? Uh, Tom, dreamy, uh, supernatural kid. He's probably right. going to... Turns into a werewolf later in this no, movie. No, he just fights evil with his brother on the WB. How do you know this? I'm familiar with the show, Supernatural. Well, so am I. What I've never Jody, seen Jody it, but I, the whole damn thing. I know what it's about. It's him and his brother. But are they show. like werewolves or no? I don't think they're. Are they doctors? I think they just fight evil, like ghosts and and spirits and vampires and stuff, don't they? Ask your wife. Loch Ness. Um, Jensen Ackles plays Tom Hanniger. So yeah, Tom is back, and after ten years of being gone, um, uh, he returns to the mine. We um, learn that he is selling it. Yep. It looks at he looks at the place the same spot where he almost lost his life. He pulls up to that one tunnel. Tunnel number five. Yep. Tunnel number five. Right on like, Andy. M- like Mambo number five, but tunnel number five. Mark, a little bit of da 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 da. Little bit of D's nuts in your mouth. Tunnel number five. Tunnel number five. That was, oh. ooh. <laughs> that was good. Lou Bega never did another album. Anyway, I own that album. He probably <laughs> so. 
I have it on CD somewhere in this house. I would not have admitted that. Yeah. Why? It's a cool album. You know he still makes a thousand dollars a week. No. Off that. Off that. Really. Because off of, Mambo Number Five. Because of weddings. Oh, and, cool. No, I'm just kidding. Fake fact news. Yeah. Great. Um, <laughs> but I mean, don't you think he does make a lot of money? He probably gets some royalties somewhere. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, baby got back. Uh, yeah. Sir, Sir makes, makes a lot. lot. Yeah. Zari said like. I could live like a millionaire off yeah. Baby Got Back. Anyway, so, Tom's okay, looking sorry. at tunnel number five. He uh, <laughs> decides to drive, into the to drive into the small town of Harmony to confront his old friends. Going to Ben's house. First stop, Ben. We learn. wonder why. Well, we learn that uh, Tom did not attend his father's funeral. Apparently his father passed away recently, and now those shares in the mine go to Tom, and it's majority uh, shares in the mine, and Tom is going to sell it. Uh, and he's in town to sign the papers for that. And Ben says, well, they moved the signing to Monday. So you have to stay in town now until Monday. And Tom's like, well, they're fucker shit, you know, and um, must not have gotten along with his dad very well. Because uh, Ben says, oh, you, you, you didn't, you know, you didn't come to the funeral. I've got your dad right here. He's a box of ashes. Tom's dad's ashes. Um, so there's some tension here. And Tom's obviously not welcome. Ben, of course, is like, you can't sell the mine. This is the lifeblood of the town. These people depend on it and all that stuff and tom's like i was told that everyone would receive her severance you know and i'm, I'm doing it i'm selling it yeah i don't, I don't need to be here like right. that, that has caused me uh you know so much traumatic you know uh, history that i i don't even want to deal ben i thought ben's character was sloppy a little bit think, i mean it's he he is relevant in the sense that yeah, that's uh, played by Kevin Ty. Yeah, he, he's, got, he's, got, he's got an IMDb channel. Yeah, um, he's been in a lot of stuff. But yeah, he's uh, he's so I don't get his motivate. Is he a good guy? Is he an asshole? Like, I don't know. Just like Red too. But anyway, much like the original film, TJ, who was Tom in the original, uh, t- you know, instead of Tom in the original was TJ. He took off for ten years, went to the West Coast, but West Coast of Canada, because the original uh, My Bloody Valentine was set in Canada. That's right. Uh, shot in Canada. So, um, but as Andy said, you know, he, you know, after Tom has been gone for ten years, he kicked rocks. You know, he's he's back to sell a share, and you know, the people aren't gonna like this. Um, that's a really good point, Andy, that you brought up. I didn't know that he had issues with his daddy. I thought the whole scene Must with have. the ashes, yeah, the ashes. I was like, this is stupid. Right. Why would Ben have the ashes? But um, Tom didn't come to the funeral, so he's got to stay in the moat in this shitty ass town he motel. Needs a place to say so. Monday in the Thunderbird Motel. Yeah, and um, a dog who was actually credited on IMDb comes. The dog out. is um. Uh, what was his name? Mighty, Mighty Lewis Greenberg plays Lewis the dog. <laughs> I love how he got an IMDb credit. That is so rad. He's a little uh, French French bulldog. French bulldog, and um, and and his his uh, I don't like to say owner. His guardian uh, is a short person uh, who is vin- who's very reminiscent of a midget Peg Bundy. Peg Bundy. I what don't know her. Saying? I don't know her character's name. I just call her the hotel lady because oh, she, she like no, her character's in there. I'm sorry, but she, she runs the hotel. She runs the hotel, but she's a little person. She's a little person. Got great boobs. <laughs> Is that? I mean, you, I can say she's got great boobs. I'm not gonna. I mean, it's it's not offensive no. to admire somebody's beauty, Nick. She's 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 beautiful yeah. and great boobs. Well, she, and, she, and she dresses like she's got great boobs. She comes out chasing Lewis. She comes out chasing Lewis, and uh, you know she you know Tom's like, hey, is so and so here? And she's like, I hope not. They've been dead for seven years. And he's like, well, he's got the dog. You know, he's like, well, I'll give you this dog for a room. Joking. Yeah, yeah. I got a room for you. Let's go. Come on. Yeah. yeah. So uh, she hooks him up. Up, um, with a room 
and there's Valentine's Days, like hearts all over, like like stuck on the decorations. door. Decorations. Decorations. Yeah. Again, to let us know it's Valentine's Day. Like, right. I, I mean, because obviously people go to hotels to maybe have during sex. Valentine's Day. Yes. Oh, why would they just stay at home and have sex? Exactly. I don't oh. mean, for the side pieces. Oh, maybe, oh, you know. gotcha, gotcha. Um, so <laughs> this is also, uh, Andy, we find out that Tom takes medication. Uh, as Tom's walking to his room, he walks past a room where there is some loud uh, fornication going on. <laughs> it's uh, So he's bunking up right next to it, and he, yeah, he gets in his room, and he can still hear the, oh, 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 in the room next door. As he, uh, you're right, he's got a prescription bottle of meds, and Tom, for some reason, Tom's taking some meds. These hotels are set up like Valentine's Day year round. The tubs are heart shaped. The, yeah, it's the, a no tell motel. Yeah, it's it, like this rent place by the rents hour. by the hour. Yeah, exactly. Correct. It's one of those where the rooms open directly to the outside, like not a, a not a hallway. You oh, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your, your parking lot's right outside yeah. the door. So, so I don't understand this scene as well because <clears throat> um, it's uh, Irene. If you remember, Irene is Axel's girlfriend from ten from years 10 ago. Ten years ago. And she is having uh, intercourse very loudly, very loudly with a man we know as Frank. Frank the trucker. Frank the trucker. Frank the trucker is an actor, but really he's a writer. Yeah. He wrote. Uh, he you know this movie was already written. Let's be honest. I mean they have to give credit to the original writers of the 1981 film. Sure. But he developed this. He was one that helped develop the screenplay. Adapted it to this. Yeah. Yes. And he also wrote Jason. X. Jason 10, Jason X. So he was the writer for Jason. So it's kind of cool that he's able to kind of stop in. He even starred in that movie, but I thought they actually played Jason because he's a big dude, big bald dude. Todd Farmer yep. is the actor's name. Uh, and he is, IMDb has him as Frank the Trucker. Yeah. Not just Frank, Frank the Trucker. Yeah, so, so him and Irene are having some sex. She's very naked. She's very, I mean, you see butt. She's totally naked. You see genitals, butt, and boobs. She's, for a long time. She's naked for this entire sequence. Entire sequence, because uh, Frank's done with his uh, sex with Irene. Yep. She noticed him pull out a little video camera, and there he's, he taped them. He taped them doing it. Having sex. And he assures Irene, this is for my own personal collection. Uh, she's like, give me the goddamn tape. Um, and he pulls out a wad of cash, like he's going to pay her off yeah. if, if he lets uh, if she lets him keep the tape. And she's like, I'm not a hooker. And he throws the money in the bed and says, you are now. And, and But you notice when he's throwing the money down, he's, flip, he's flipping like, her off? Yeah. And he leaves. And she um, grabs a gun, still naked, and storms out after him as he's trying to get into his truck. And he, of course, is just like... Um, you know, fuck off, Irene. I don't want anything to do with you anymore. You're not even that hot. Yeah, you know, and that gun's not even loaded. The gun's not even loaded. And she just says, fuck you, Frank, and throws the gun. She's, Another 3D moment where yeah. the gun comes flying at the camera. She's only wearing heels. Yeah, and, and nothing and else. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing Earrings. else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, Maybe contact lenses. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> she has nothing else on. And whips him. diaphragm. Yeah, it throws. Oh, come on. And throws the gun at him and hits him in the head. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck you. And he opens the cab to his truck. And there's uh, Harry, quotes, uh, in there with a pickaxe. Right on right the top. Right to the head. Right on the top of Frank's head. Pulls it out. Mm. And the camera shot is from above. His blood and, and chunks fly up. Again, 3D. For 3D. I want to see this so bad. In 3D. And Frank falls over dead. Irene screams. Uh, Frank's body co collapses and he drops the camera and it's recording. The camera's pointing right at Irene as she's naked and runs away. And ha Harry Warden, uh, uh, in quotes, uh, comes after her. A guy in the mining outfit uh, comes after her. 
Yeah, this is, I mean... Uh, Are we supposed to think it's Harry Warden? I mean, yeah. we're, we're not... I yeah, put it in quotes in my notes, Harry. Yeah, so again, we're just going to call him Harry for now. Everyone I mean, believes it's Harry. Everyone believes it's Harry. Uh, so, of course, Irene freaks out watching her uh, latest... Conquest. Conquest. Or late, latest lover. <laughs> yeah. Latest partner. Uh, get axed in the pickaxed in the head. He so did. She rides. She rides her. Uh, runs her naked ass. Um, where does she run to? It's not a hotel room. Is it the owners? Like where the owner? Like where the manager? Where that little uh, lady yeah, sleeps? Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was another room in the hotel. She just runs in to hide under a bed. Yeah. And um, the miner takes chase. Harry takes chase, and. Uh, doesn't see her. Doesn't see her, but, you know, because she is hidden under a bed. And he, you, you just see his feet walking around the room, kind of looking, and he walks off to the side. And then Lewis, the dog, comes running, and um, the uh, hotel manager, little lady, comes running after him. Lewis, where are you? You know, chasing him, because Lewis is always getting away, I guess. He's a little scamp. He's a little, <laughs> he's a little mischievous he's a scamp. Little, little baby. He's a little baby. Frenchy. Bulldog causing trouble. Eighty little eighty boyfriend. She comes, uh, Lewis, where are you? And comes walking in. Irene's under the bed seeing this all and, and freaking out because she knows that, that that Harry is somewhere still in the room. And this uh, hotel uh, lady is like, you must be in the closet. You're hiding in the closet, um, Lewis. And uh, she goes and opens the closet door. And it's our killer, Harry Warden, the minor guy. Uh freaks out this poor uh, hotel little lady she's a little lady i want to remind oh, you because this is important she is great a great pubes what dwarf midget midget's derogative right it's dwarf or little person little person in any case harry proceeds to hit her in the bottom of her chin with the pickaxe and pick her all the way up right against the lights she's the, light yeah she's she's tiny she's like a child size all the way up into the ceiling and you know sparks and hits her against the fluorescent light and that is my dick kill. Shot yes. of the week. Dick kill. Dick kill. Shot of the week. Dick shot. Kill of the dick week. Dick shot. Kill of the week. Ugh, just because, like, he doesn't discriminate, man. No. <laughs> I think Harry, Harry Warden would kill a person in a wheelchair. He doesn't care. He doesn't care if you're a, a little person, a child, <laughs> black, white, red, or yeah, yellow. No, yeah, I mean, He's killing you. Just Thank you, Edie. Edie. Yeah. Uh, we do have a uh, another mascot. co-host, yeah. Yeah, mascot who does hang out with us a lot more now. I love it, uh, Miss Edie May. So Edie. hotel lady's dead. Hotel, sorry, uh, hotel lady is dead, and this is kind of where um, he finds Irene. Yeah, so he pulls her out, you know, because of course she screams when she sees. He a little pulls the whole up. bed up. Yeah, and then you know pulls her out. She's naked, naked, naked. Mm-hmm. She tries to pull up the spring or the, yeah, it's like the bed, uh, the, the the bottom frame, the, the frame, frame of the bed, the frame with springs, and tries to hold her, and she, you know she's behind it. Andy, I wrote that this could have been a better scene, a little bit. I, I feel like there could have been more because the way she's holding, like she's Irene, really thinks she's protecting herself, she's like with shielding this, herself against the wall with, with this a thing, metal yeah. frame that has springs on it for a mattress, and. And it's, you know, of course, um, Harry finally gets her, you know, and the blood splatters against the wall. But I was like, man, I mean, after showing me what you've done to with a shovel, what you've shown me done, you know, with a with a pickaxe, with an eye, you could have done so much more with this. I thought yeah. Irene's, but they redeem themselves later when the cops come back and she is in the heart shaped tub. Uh, gutted. Her heart's gone. Yeah. So it's the next day they find Irene's uh, dead body. Her heart is gone. Um, Deputy Sweet, Deputy Sweeten, Martin. 
Yeah. Uh, looks at Axel and says, hey, man, I know this is tough for you because I, I know she used to be with you. She used to be an item. She used to be yeah. something with well, her. Well, that was a long time ago. Yep. Uh, they check the guest list to the hotel to f- see, you know, who was staying here. And they see Tom Hanniger's name was on the guest list. Huh. Interesting. Okay. So they're looking for evidence and processing that crime scene. We, a, yeah. We cut, yeah. Cut to the grocery cut to store. The grocery so store. Like, there, there's so much going on because they have to start setting the story of, of course, who the audience thinks the killer is. Yeah. Um, what's happening around the town. So they're cutting to the grocery store that Sarah manages. Yeah. And her old dreamboat werewolf boyfriend comes in. <laughs> werewolf. <laughs> yeah. Tom visits Sarah at the grocery store. They haven't seen each other in a decade. Um, they still they still love each other. I've seen your boobies. I've seen your testicles. They, are, they still love each other. Um, and he knew, like, when she's like, hey, I'm married to Axel. He's like, I knew that. I'm... Yeah. Edie is flirting with Monty, <laughs> one of our cats. Anyway. Edie, leave it. Come on. Come on. We're doing a podcast. All right, everyone leave upstairs. So, um, they, yeah, they're still kind of a th- uh, liking each other. But Tom knows that Axel, when she's like, hey, I married Axel, he's like, I knew he always yeah. had a thing for you. Anyway, yeah. um, we're back at home then at Sarah's house. Uh, Is her son's name Sheriff? Her son, Well, he was dressed as a sheriff. He was playing sheriff. Her son's name's Noah. Oh. He comes, mommy, mommy. You and she's said, like, hey, Sheriff. Uh, yeah. Is his son's name Sheriff? Noah, Nick. His name is Noah. Oh, that's a good one. I should have said that. Like Noah, Nick. Give me another beer, and I probably would have right, thought. So that yeah, joke. so yeah, so she has a Sarah and Axel have a beautiful home with a beautiful child. They also have a um, what do you what's nanny? the PC, PC word for ma- nanny? Yeah, nanny. Rosa. Rosa. She was doing some laundry, and, yep. and Sarah just said, "Rosa, you know, you can take off for the night. I'm I'm home now." And so thanks. Yeah, she leaves. <laughs> so um, uh, she Sarah. Um, eloquently walks upstairs. She goes into her bedroom, <laughs> opens her closet door, and slowly starts taking off her shirt. She takes out a box. She takes out a box. And inside the box is a photo of her with Tom, remembering Tom fondly. Reminiscing. Yeah. Hurry, don't be late. And she, you know, I can hardly wait. she leaves that photo on the dresser. Yes, so. when they were lovers. So um, this is when we meet another deputy. Deputy Red? Red hair? Deputy Red hair. Oh, Ferris. Debbie Ferris, I didn't catch her name. Her oh, name yeah. is, yeah, Deputy De- Ferris. She walks in holding, uh, uh, we're back at the Sheriff's Department. I right. mean, after, Axel you know, has, Axel actually called um, and says, tells Sarah Irene was murdered. Yeah. And then, okay, I gotta go. Because um, all the high school, you know, all the They kids, all know each other. Yeah, they yeah. all know each other. So, Debbie Ferris walks in. She's holding a, a chocolate heart-shaped Valentine's box, you know. Oh, but, yeah. But there's blood dripping off of it. Does she not notice Shocking. that? She's, she's just like, hey, Sheriff Axel, here's a Valentine. <laughs> but, of course, when he picks it up, the blood is just oozing out. Yep. I would have been like, yo, Red. Give me a glove. Yeah, there's, yeah. yeah. There, did you not notice yeah. the blood? Hey, this evidence was delivered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to handle it all willy-nilly. Right, here's some evidence in a crime. Uh, yeah, she reminds me of the uh, house mom from Facts of Life, Sheriff. Oh, Ferris. Mrs. Garrett, Mrs. Garrett. Yeah. She does. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, Joe, <laughs> you want to go play softball with your flannel shirt? You take shirt? the good, you take the bad. You take, take it all the day. You have the Facts of Life. life. Um, so, but so anyway, <laughs> I, it bothered me, Andy, that the sheriff was like, "Oh, here, Axel, it's just a Valentine for you." Like, I mean, I yeah. mean, she would have been like. Dude, there's blood coming out of this box. Evidence. Right. Da, da, da. So she hands uh, Axe the box. Immediately says, like Andy brought up. Give me a glove. Give me some gloves. Yep. And he opens it, and there's a heart in there. It's very clearly probably Irene's heart. Uh, they're also, you know, at the same time they were reviewing that 
that sex tape that they found in in the evidence uh, next to the dead body of Frank the trucker. Um, this we go to the bar, the local bar, the local watering hole. Uh, retired Sheriff Burke is there, and other old men are gossiping about, you know, it's got to be Harry Warden who killed that girl, and uh, Ben uh, uh, Ben Foley is there, the the minority owner of the mine. He's there, and uh, of course, in walks Tom, and everybody freaks out, like quickly, Nick. Like they descend upon him, like because they're drunk old guys in a small town of Harmony. And I mean, hey, let's let's dig it. Like if I was seventy years old and didn't have much to do, I. I think that's when I'm going to probably start doing crack and heroin is like when I'm old and forgotten. They got nothing to lose. They got nothing else to do. <laughs> right. Them lose. They got nothing else to do. Well, so. they immediately start blaming Tom for everything. And they're, ever since you've been back, man, all these killings are happening. And he's like, it was Harry Ward. It wasn't me. Fuck you. I'm just back here to sign the papers. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't this, kill those people. Is this really se- the only reason I think this scene is needed, Andy, is because we have to get meat red. The big, oh, the, not not the sheriff, but like the red. Big dude. Yeah, yeah he's like red. another. At first, I thought he was bartender, but no, he's just another patron of bar. He takes a he's swing. A at, he takes a swing at Tom and hits the mirror, and it's another 3D, another 3D moment <laughs> where his fist is coming at the mirror. Um, but you're right; they are all blaming Tom for these killings, and Tom is adamant that I had nothing to do with this. Like I'm fucking here to just sell the mine and call yeah, it a day get and get out. Of my, yeah, go away. And sheriff, uh, retired sheriff Burke knocks it off shuts it down pulls him aside says you know it's the second time i've saved your life tom get out and there won't be another one yeah tom's like fine good whatever he does the old uh, whatever loser from the 90s (laughs) wl i didn't notice that no he didn't do that (laughs) i gotcha so uh jesus so uh where are we at oh it's uh back at uh, sarah axel's house it's late and uh, Sarah's walking up, um, seeing, catching Axel watching that sex tape. I thought it was Pornhub. <laughs> Not in 2009, was it? Was that around? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in any case, sex was. You hear the, oh, oh, oh. And, of course, Sarah's like, uh, what are you watching? And Axel quick zips up and says, it's evidence. No, nothing. <laughs> I, was, I was reading my like, line on my computer. We actually do try to make a professional here as soon as Some notes. you. Then, yeah. He um, he was jerking it. No, he it wasn't. To, no, I'm just saying it's He quicks funny. himself. Now, his wife caught him. No, he's just like, it's evidence. And How gross would that be, though? He oh. says something like, um, you know, Tom's, did Tom visit you? Or Tom's back in town. Did he come visit you at all? And she's just sure, like, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, he came to the grocery store. And he holds up the photo. Axel holds up the photo of Sarah and Tom and says, he left this on the dresser. His, Obviously, yeah, his antenna, his yeah. it's like so. My wife still has feelings for her ex boyfriend, and uh, and know. I heard he had a bigger penis. Um, I'm pissed at Axel. I really feel like his feelings of jealousy towards Tom, you know, whatever, be jealous. You're screwing around on your wife, so the holy hip- shit, how the, come I didn't think about the that? hypocrisy that here? Yeah. Really bothers me. No Axel shit. has a problem with his Sorry wife, Sarah. Sorry Yale, students. He's got a problem with Sarah having old feelings for Tom. He's fucking Meg, and he knocked her up on the side. Testify! And it's Pasta that Andy. really, Andy. that really bothers, Sorry, Edie. That re- she's like yelling. Yeah. That really bothers me that Tom, that Axel is so uh, um, agitated by Tom talking to his wife. To bring up a bigger point, I feel like even a more bigger jerk, Andy, that I didn't realize that. I'm sitting there going, like, I, I never liked Axel, because right away I thought, I'm like, he's the killer. Sure. He is the new Harry Warden. Yeah. And, yeah, what, what a 
talking dick. Yeah. Well, and, but we do find out though that Sarah does know about Megan. She's like, you don't think I'm blind? I yeah, mean, we find on, that man. out later. But he but sees, it's a good um, point, man. She's like, what are you watching? And he's like, it's evidence. Uh, this, you know, Irene's murder. Um, zooms in, shows on the photo or on the video. You can see uh, Tom walking past their window yes. uh, in yes. the in the hotel room. So critical. Axel says to Sarah, if Tom. If Tom comes to visit you again, if Tom contacts you again, I want you to tell me right away, which immediately happens the, the next, next day. day at the grocery, <laughs> the next day at the grocery store, Sarah is opening up. Yeah, she's opening up the door to uh, you know start the day at the grocery store. Tom approaches her, and don't forget, students, and in her mind, mm -hmm. her husband has told her that that Tom is potentially the killer he's he a suspect yeah, anyway he's recreating the kill you know the kills of harry warden these killings uh weren't happening when tom was not in town and now ding, tom's ding, ding, in ding, town ding, ding, and the killings are happening so she's so like, axel's doing basic police work <laughs> <laughs> thanks ax why don't you go ax. play for guns and roses some more Douche. Uh, sorry <laughs> so anyway um Oh, the axle man. from Guns N' Roses is a douche. Anyways. Yes, yes yeah. he is. Um, <laughs> I love how we just... We're, we to start a music podcast now. First beers of the year. So... Uh, I wanted to bring this up, too. Yeah. That Sarah is, in her mind, my husband has just told me that this guy who I used to love is a killer. Should I go on a walk with him? Sure. So they go on a walk. They they walk. But it's morning. It's, it's morning, daylight. Yeah. And, you know... It's not like it, they're at night alone She's or like, yeah, his fingers did touch my genitalia, so... I'm going to go on a walk. So basically, Andy, this walk is not important. This scene is not important. The not only reason it is important is just how the town, how her, how how everyone got on with their life, how they overcame the past without Tom. And Tom That's left. Only, yeah. Well, she cusses him out, too, for selling the mine. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's but the whole thing is on the scene is we got on. Yeah. We stayed here. We didn't run away like you, you, you little bitch. Yeah, you little, little pansy-ass bitch. Yeah, so um, <laughs> I... Uh, and he's like, listen, yeah, you did You did get on. You left me in the mine to get killed by Harry yeah, Warden. No shit. <laughs> you all drove away in a truck, <laughs> and Harry Warden almost yeah. killed me. So, yeah, you did get on. Thanks for that. Even you if know, Sarah, yeah, she might have been traumatic. I'm going to come to Tom's defense here. The man was probably just seriously traumatized. You married the guy that looked like, that like, was like, fuck, you didn't even come yeah. to save me, didn't yeah. you? you know? I mean, so, even in 1999, there were cell phones. I mean, come on, let's you be can, honest. Yeah, we can debate that all oh, day. Yeah, but okay. anyway, this um, is really all it is. Sarah just gets mad at him for selling in the mine and, and leaving uh, 10 years ago, and that was kind of it. She storms off. Yeah, so. so so I think uh, Tom is now, after talking to Sarah, goes like, you know what? I might have a change of heart. He gets back on the road and uh, drives to the mine. Wants to talk to Ben. That his daddy owned. And yeah. uh, he, uh, you know, he wants to go take a look. Um, uh, go look at the mine, because maybe, Andy, he doesn't want to sell. Maybe he doesn't want to sell. He's changed his mind. But he wants to talk to Ben. Ben yep. is down in the mine, and uh, the dude from the bar red who took a swing at him That's is the only the, reason we didn't know him at is that the bar. one to um it. is the one to haul him down into the tunnel uh and red gets on the phone to call for ben and tom has some uh you know memories of this tunnel obviously this is where he almost met his demise that that, that line bleed the lines comes back in yeah, yeah you hear lines, some faint lines, uh, yeah, yeah. words in his head um so he's having maybe little flashbacks and then harry appears 
and out of nowhere tom just turns and there's harry warden in his minor outfit and shoves tom in some kind of cage some kind of locker locker cage yeah i don't know why, where there's yeah. equipment yeah there's equipment that they can lock yeah. up it's, and then it's, he like it's... bends the uh uh bends the mechanism on the door to, to trap him in there so the so tom is trapped so tom is trapped in this cage so harry can run off and kill red who is on this phone trying to get ben down i don't understand why they can't leave tom upstairs and say ben's down in the mine we'll call him and bring him up i don't know they didn't do that uh, I there's know, it's a movie nick it's a movie interesting um interesting mirror movements here where uh tom is in that cage and harry warden is outside the cage and they they lock eyes and they both sort of stand up straighten up at the same time you know like mirror images of each I other i love that it's pretty I cool that's a great scene you're exactly you know like after he's locked him in and so tom as, watches then as red uh meets his demise. They, yeah. they, they they fight a little bit but um ultimately great, ultimately uh pickaxe to the head yeah. and then um as others hear the commotion from up top they uh start running down because you know they, they hear something going on Harry Warden lets loose. Just he starts pickaxing over and over Red's I mean, dead body. I mean, not just like ten times. I mean, it felt like almost thirty times. He just to keeps me, going. But by the time the others get there, he's disappeared, and Tom is locked in the cage. And immediately, everyone's like, "What did you do? What did you do?" And he's like, "I didn't do anything. I'm, I'm locked, locked in the cage. I'm fucking locked. Help me out. Get me out of here." And they get him out. But and... they still assume it's him. Well, they're suspicious anyway. And when I say killed Red, I mean they gutted. He the... he's dead. He's very dead. Yeah. So, um, we're back at the hospital. The ho Sarah is visiting the hospital, I guess, delivering Valentine's Choc Day chocolates patients. and stuff. And COVID sees, was a really, it's really a tough thing. Man. She notices, um, Tom getting stitched up. Uh, and Tom is there talking to Ben. They're discussing, um, the murder. They're discussing, you know, what happened? Yeah. We're an hour in baby. We got to step it up. Yeah. <laughs> They're discussing, okay. yeah, they're discussing this murder. Uh, he and Ben and and Thomas uh, saying like, I've decided I don't want to sell. I was gonna come tell you, I'm I'm not selling the mine. Um, and uh, Sarah's there too, of course. Like, what happened? What happened? Oh, Harry Warden attacked me, or somebody. I think it might be Harry Warden attacked me. And Axel just appears. <laughs> Axel just comes out from behind a curtain, like, oh, it was Harry Warden. <laughs> oh, here I am. <laughs> like what? Acting. Yeah, acting. I've been here the whole time. And it's like, where the fuck did you come from? Uh, oh, and shit. he's like, you're you're talking to. Him. That's my wife. That's the woman who I've had a, a child with, yeah. who lives in my house, who I have sex with. Yeah. Axel says that. Yeah, like, he does. Okay. Literally. Yeah, it's, okay. You know. Mark your territory more, buddy. Yeah, so they actually do uh, wind <laughs> up, they wind up back at the sheriff's office where Axel is wondering why. You know, why don't you want to sell the mine now? No, no, it was here where the um, Axel says here uh, in the um, police hospital room. Oh. They square off. Uh, Axel says that his dad, Tom's dad, Ben, and old Sheriff Burke killed Harry Warren. Yeah, that was the vigilante thing. Yeah. It was the vigilante thing. They they actually killed him, and we'll prove it. And they go find and. They go out in the woods and find the shallow grave. They take Sheriff old Sheriff Burke out there to find where they buried Harry Warden, and the shallow grave is empty. And that's when Axel's like, Tom, you're coming back to the sheriff's office with me. I want statements from you, Ben and Burke. And uh, Sarah, you get the fuck home. Let's go. Axel starts taking charge as sheriff. 
Yeah, because that's like when he's like, hey, maybe, you know, like you didn't want to sell the mine now. Maybe you found something in this town that you like. Yeah. And uh, maybe your wife. Yeah. And, uh, and so it's funny because you think about, you know, the vigilante, like you said, the vigilante justice. It's when, um, it's actually when Tom looks at him. Is this when he says, looks at him and she says. She settled for you. She settled for you. Could you imagine? I left town, so she settled for you. Yeah. And he's like. Say that again, and he like looks at him in the eyes, dead face, and goes, "She settled for you, dick." And like, yeah, Axel like, punches him. Yeah, like another police punch brutality. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Deputy uh, Martin breaks him up, and um, then uh, Tom, yeah, then uh, uh, Axel storms out. Whatever, and Tom's free to go. Tom later goes and tells. Uh, Tom and Ben are walking out of the sheriff's office and Tom tells Ben, I'm going to find Harry Warden. I'm staying in this town and he goes to Tunnel 5. He sees a headlamp uphill in the woods. Yeah. Like looking at him and he hides his flashlight real quick and he gives chase. He goes after whatever he sees in the woods. He finds Axel's little, I said Axel's little love nest. <laughs> Axel's yeah. dad's old cabin. Um, and uh, we cut then to Ben old Ben Foley at his well, house drinking. This is where he also knows that we know that they're doing the nastiest at Oh, he finds the, yeah. Yeah, the gnarly, the, bed. the bed, the gnarly ass mattress, and he's kind of like, so who, who's the killer? This is when we start coming in. So we're back at Ben's house, and Ben is wasted. Yeah. He hears some noise coming from outside, he grabs his old gun, and he laughs to himself as he goes outside, because he's drunk, and he's yeah. like, oh, Harry Warden, you got me again. You're always making me question what's around me. Yeah. But uh, Harry, you know, attacks him in his house, hits him once in the back with the pickaxe, but not enough to kill him, knocks him down, and then takes another swing as Ben rolls out of the way and the pickaxe gets jabbed into the ground, yeah. the floor, and then he picks up Ben and he's like forcing his head, his eyeball, right at the pickaxe as it's jabbed in the floor. This was runner-up for Dick, Sh Dick Shot Kill for me, man. It was the film, you remember uh, American History X? Sorry, I know I got excited. Oh. You remember American History X where, yeah. put your teeth on the curb. Yeah. Yeah. And you take, this is the same thing, but with a pickaxe. Pickaxe. And right before he does it, uh, Ben goes, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> and he stomps Ben's head into the pickaxe. So Ben's dead. Ben is dead, and there are uh, many suspects after that Philly curb stomp, and uh, <laughs> things are sitting in a little chaotic, a little confusing around this small town of Harmony. Uh, back out in the woods, um, they are, you know, like the... It's, it's the next it's, day. Yeah, it's the yeah. next day. Uh, Sarah visits Axel at the sheriff's office. But yo, totally. And Sheriff Axel's like, they lost. Tra we lost track of Tom, and Ben's missing. So that's what I'm saying, brother. Yeah. They, they really think that it's either Tom, or, I mean, or Hanniger or Tom that are the killers. Tom and Hanniger are the same. No, Tom. Person. Sorry, Tom Hanniger and Ben. Ben. Ah, uh, sure. Are the killers? So right. He, Axel kind of freaks out on Sarah. Like, what the fuck? You know, you you should have told me that he had contacted you. Whatever. Uh, they get a call. They found Ben in the shallow grave where That's supposedly so so... Harry Warden had been yeah. buried. Um, it's at night now, the grocery store. And this is what I find. Yeah, go ahead. Sarah and Megan are closing up. Megan and Sarah are uh... closing up the grocery store. But, but there is an intruder, Nick. <laughs> but no, but Megan is starting to inquire, though, to Sarah. Mm. She's like, hey, how, how did you meet Axel again? Yeah. What did you do? So Sarah's like, she's not really listening. But obviously we know that Megan's trying to kind of get into their love life more. A little bit. Because Megan loves Axel. Yeah. But, uh, you know, she's just curious why she wound up with Axel and not uh, Tom. 
Tom left um, town. Yeah, and she really feels like Megan's really going to let Sarah know that she's, uh, you know, banging her husband. But but the f- sounds of fear run amok in the grocery store at night, and it's a great shot as they're looking. I don't know if you saw it, but they're walking by. There's a you know small shot. There's the killer standing there, uh, stand, stand, you know, uh, in Harry's his mining outfit. There, in his outfit. Yeah. Uh, like I said, there's an intruder at this grocery hey, store. Hey, intruder! Good. High Get five. Because yeah, it's intruder a grocery, at the grocery store. store. That was good. Uh, the lights go off. Yeah. Uh, here comes the killer. The chase is on. Yeah. And she knocks. I don't, there's even during this whole chase. I mean, this takes a while. But the only thing I don't like, Megan hits the killer in the mop and it like knocks him out like it's like a fucking brick. I mean, it's a mop. Come on. Right. Well, they get into the back office and b- block the door, and he starts pickaxing the door to come in after him. Yeah, she grabs Sarah grabs everything to stop the uh, the. She the pushes the desk against it, she, the, the file desk, cabinet, the, file, yeah. the cork board, yeah, the, the, the computer, <laughs> anything she Kitchen can find. Sink. Yeah. Right. Uh, but while Sarah, Megan boy, <laughs> <laughs> just throws her against the door, no. Uh, but while Sarah, oh, in the kill yeah. count, you got to include the baby. Do you? Yeah, because uh, while Sarah is trying to keep the killer out, Megan is trying to get the window open so they can escape. So that's one of those drawn-out scenes like, oh, yeah. oh. Uh, Megan finally founds the, finds the key. To unlock the window. To unlock the window. And explain the scene, Andy. Uh, she's almost at the window, but the killer abruptly stops. She, right. The killer stops hacking at the office door as Megan's climbing out. And then Sarah's like, he's gone. Wait, get back in here. Get back in here. Because he's all of a sudden outside. Now, like he teleports outside around the building, and he's and he's pulling Megan outside from outside in the alley now, and um, uh, uh, he gets her. Like he pulls Megan outside, and Sarah stumbles back to the other side of the office and hits the alarm. Which who she knows should, why, why she, she didn't do that from the beginning? She just does it now, uh, and it's the wee, 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 alarm goes off, and she runs back to the front of the grocery store as Axel is all of a sudden there, right at the front door. And she's like, oh, my God, it's in the back. He's in the back alley. He's in the back alley. Is Axel the killer, Andy? Maybe. I don't know. We're led to believe Axel's there. And he tells Sarah, stay behind me. Stay behind me. And they walk around the alley, and Megan is dead. Megan is dead, gutted with a heart uh, between her legs. Uh, In blood, it's written. Be mine mine forever forever. on the alley wall. So uh, Sarah's getting bandaged up in this ambulance. Um you know, she admits to the fact, Andy, that she's like, yo, Axel, I know that you're banging her, so let's just get past this. Well, she kind of said, yeah, why did he come after Megan and, and maybe to get to you? And Axel's like, what do you mean get to me? And she just says, yeah, I'm not blind, Axel. Yeah, yeah like, like, let's just get pa- like, let's move forward. Let's, yeah. something's going let's on. Let's survive. Um, so. And this is, you know, I, I, I find this uh, really interesting because, you know, we're back at the sheriff's house, you know, it. Yep, back at Axel and Sarah's house. The killing house. is starting, and uh, calling out to a Easter egg. Deputy oh. Red, Deputy Ferris sits outside while um, their kid, Sheriff, I mean, Noah, sits inside. Watching cartoons. Watching cartoons. The Latina maid, the Latina maid, uh, Rosa. Rosa. Uh, she is uh, just doing laundry. Doing her job. The miner has arrived in the house and uh, takes an axe to the maid. Uh-oh. And Kills is, Rosa. So all of a sudden, the retired chef, Sheriff Burke runs up to... Yeah, I didn't get that. You're not supposed to. Deputy, Deputy Ferris is outside in a squad car, and Sheriff Burke just appears, and he's like, he's in the house. How does he know? Is he a neighbor? Did he see him go in? Because sure, he's he, just there. It's lazy writing to make you it think is. that he's the killer. Very yeah. lazy. So he's there. But they needed more body counts. He's got his gun, and he says to Deputy Ferris, he's in the house. I saw him go in. Let's go. And the two of them walk up to the house... 
uh deputy sheriff says to sheriff burke you want to take point and sheriff burke's like i'm retired <laughs> you know yeah. um and they go in ferris finds the uh, kid. uh noah the, and just tells him hide yeah Stay down. And he looks evil as fuck like when he came out behind the couch he's got this look on his face where i was like is he the killer andy <laughs> but yeah. uh, obviously we know it's not a kid but um you know like the sheriff red sheriff ferris is like go hi- go hide behind the couch right until you hear from me that says it's okay you go hide your little punk ass Sheriff so, Burke sees uh, what looks like the headlamp kind of in the grass just off the porch. He walks up slowly and leans over the railing of the porch, and it is, in fact, the miner's headlamp. And he picks it up and turns around, and you think he's going to get killed, but he doesn't right there. And um, Deputy Sheriff, meanwhile, in the house, finds Rosa in the dryer. Let's call back to, call back 1981. to 1981. I thought that was rad, man. That was, I mean, was that one of our dick shot kills in that movie? I think it was mine. When, uh, I forget the lady's name, but she got... The old lady the old lady got, the laundry mat. She got thrown in the dryer. The dryer, and so Ugh. that's very reminiscent. So, Easter egg from the first um, movie. And so then, uh, yeah, the deputy finds Rosa in the dryer. Very cool, very uh, call And Deputy back to, Ferris starts yelling, Burke, get in here! And so that's when Burke's about to run in, but he meets the, the killer, the miner, Oh, this is another good runner-up for Dick Shot. Yes, this I mean, if 3- hits him in the jaw. If it was 3D, it would have been the Dick Call shit. He hits him in the jaw with the pickaxe, and Burke, of course, is not dead. It's the pickaxe coming up from underneath his chin, out his mouth, and he's and it's got him by the jaw, and and Harry, you know, pulls his jaw off, and he flies over the edge of the porch. Burke's dead. But the jaw would have been in 3D. The jaw goes what? flying. Yeah, it was nasty. I loved it. Yeah. That kill was insane. The jaw. That's uh, remember in the very beginning of this podcast where I said I wish I could have seen this whole movie in 3D. Yeah. That was that would have been the reason. If I would have, that would have been my dick kill shot. Yeesh. Yeah, because that was okay. So we had that one plus Ben getting his face shoved against the pickaxe in the floor. We're both runners up for a dick shot <laughs> yeah. kill for me. So this is when uh, Tom gets a hold of Sarah on her cell phone, and you know he, t- he says, "Hey, Sarah, it's not Harry Warden, obviously." And do you trust me? And she's like, yeah. And he keeps, do you trust me? Do you trust me? Right. She's like, yes, I trust you. He's like, I'm going to come pick you up. Be ready for me. Come meet me. Yep. Yep. Because uh, we got something to talk about. And uh, so he goes to pick her up. And, and then Axel gets to the hospital. Where's my wife? Finds out that Sarah left with that nice boy, Tom Hanniger, according to the nurse at the, at the desk. I wrote that down too. Yeah. And <laughs> Axel's like, the fuck? You know, <laughs> what? Um... He left yep. a nice, real young man. Tom so yeah, Sarah's in. Uh, oh, talking back at their house when after Burke got killed, yeah. we should just say uh, Deputy Ferris and the their boy, their the kid Noah. They they got away safely. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Of it's not, explained later. It's very rare but I want the audience to know they're okay. The kid's fine. Deputy Ferris is fine. It's just Burke has no jaw. I'm He's sure dead. someone out there's going, what Nick, happened to them? Deputy yeah. Ferris, okay. <laughs> Damn it. Freaking out at a red light. Oh my god. Uh, so now Sarah's in the car with Tom, and Tom's doing some serious shit talking about uh, her husband Axel. Um, you know he's not he's not telling you everything. He's not how you think he is. And Axel calls. Because we have cell phones in these movies now. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Good yeah. Call, brother. And they're flip phones, but they you get your exactly. job done. Tells 2009. Her, Axel says, get the fuck away from Tom. And she's like, well, I really can't because I'm in his car. And she's like, dude, Sarah, he's been in a mental institution for the past seven yeah. years. Yeah. And, um, and, and he's going after everyone in town. He went after our son. He killed Rosa. Right. Sarah uh, pretends that it's her mom 
calling. Yeah. Okay, no, okay, so Noah doesn't feel good? Okay. Hangs up and says to Tom, I got to get home. My mom says Noah doesn't feel well. And Tom's like, that wasn't your mother. Yeah. Yeah, He Tom is pleading with her. Like, Please. I mean, Sarah, Sarah's You're the only one I can Tom trust. Like, yeah. And, and the only uh, one I can trust. So, you know, Tom's not having, he's like, Sarah, you can't, be, you got to believe me. So Sarah's like, you know, fuck this. She grabs Tom's steering wheel, makes them get into an accident. They hit a tree. Um, and I just want to say, too, real quick, I know we're running a little over, but it's a Valentine's Day episode, so it's special, so it can run a little longer. Our hearts runneth over. Yes! Hey! <laughs> For the students of Slash U. We're yeah. going to run a little longer, because we want to talk more. <laughs> Take us to bed with you. I like how they use this, the, they utilize woods in this movie, like, you know, very reminiscent of old slasher movies. Sure. Um, it's very, uh, if you notice, it's like, you know, like the summertime camp. 80s horror, there's a lot of woods, and this is when we really start to see them introduced again. I mean, hell, I mean, Harry Warden was buried in the woods. Yeah. Um, something that wouldn't, wasn't even explored in the very first, uh, the original My Bloody Valentine. But anyway, uh, the accident, Sarah runs off, Tom is injured, laying next to the jeep, like, oh, oh. Yeah. So, um, uh, <laughs> Axel calls Sarah. And she, no, and, Sarah calls him. Yeah, sorry. Sarah yeah. calls Axel, and he's like, where are you? And she's like, I'm really close to the fucking cabin. He's yeah. like, just go there. I'll go to my dad's old place. Yep, and I'll so meet you there. She yep. does make it to the cabin to discover what? Well, she finds the Valentine from Megan yep. to Axel, uh, which apparently she knew that him and Megan were screwing around. She finds a whole bunch of other heart-shaped boxes in the closet. They all she come. finds a photo of her and Tom, too. She finds yes. a photo of and her and Tom. Ton, and, the, and like you said, a shit ton of those empty... The empty. boxes that have had people's hearts in them yes. for the most of this movie. <laughs> Uh, fall out and then uh, quote unquote Harry walks in uh, she, she and the hears, chase is on as she's finding all this shit she, she's listening to Tom's voice in her head Axel did this Axel did that so as the door opens oh, up oh sure so we're supposed to believe Axel's guilty Axel is the killer yeah uh, but then yeah Harry Warden walks in the guy in the mining outfit walks in and the chase is on um, she runs she decides to run to the mine because yeah she makes it outside like, gets to the she, mine. It was either the mine or that barn full of fucking machetes. Um, so. Inside, some more Easter eggs from the first movie. There's yes. the suits, the mining suits all hanging down um, where they, it must be the drying racks where they dry. She's walking around, you know, brushing through them and stuff until uh, a guy in a real mining suit pops up. It's, you know, the, the killer, like, blah. There he is. Yeah, scares. She goes and hides in a tunnel. And then we have a, a jump scare where um, there's a light flashlight approaching. And uh, she turns the corner and punches Axel. Her husband's there, and all of a sudden, so how did he get there? I thought he was going to meet her at at uh, at his dad's old place. Why did why is he now suddenly at the mine? Uh, are we supposed to think like he's been chasing her this whole time? I'm going to go ahead and spoil it because Axel is the killer, and so it's like she was chasing him, and you know, but this... she gets his gun and starts yeah. bl starts uh, uh, blaming. What did he write? Blaming? Yeah. Yeah, because because he's like, I've been investigating this for 72 hours. How can how can I be doing this? And so this is when Tom walks in and says. Yep. You know, because Axel thinks it's Tom, and but Tom's like, dude, come on, man, you, you're the sheriff. You have every right to walk in and out of wherever you, you, do whatever you want. Go. Yeah. And so, who is it? So, so Sarah's got the gun. Tom's saying it's Axel. Axel's saying it's Tom. And then finally, Axel says, "Fuck it, shoot us both. Go um, ahead, shoot is, us both. That's, that's the only way out of this." Tom goes, "What?" And Tom's like, oh, "Wait, <laughs> say, it. say again now. <laughs> Time out. What?" Uh, Tom, um, it's like Axel, don't tell. You know, we, she doesn't have to shoot us all. We'll get you help. Right. We'll get you help, Axel. But Tom overplays his hand by saying, "Very um, good, very good way." To by say mentioning it. Megan's death and how it said, "Be mine forever," 
written in blood on the wall. Very at which similar. point Sarah says, I didn't tell you Megan was dead. Uh, Tom's how, like, yeah, you did. How did you know Megan was dead? And how did you know what, how did you know what it said? What it said on the wall? I didn't. Uh, I, I, I didn't. Know. Hey, Sarah, look up behind you. And Tom hallucinates Harry Warden there, walking Harry up. Behind He's you. right there. Shoot him. He's right there. And as Harry Warden, in quotes, walks right up to Tom's face, he just fades away like, like he's not there. It's a hallucination. And um, Sarah says, he's not here, Tom. And, and, and Axel goes, oh, no, he's here, isn't he? And Tom sort of becomes it. Harry. That's what I love, Axel, know? right there. Oh, he's here. He's here, isn't <laughs> he? Isn't he, Tom? Because that's when you realize that Tom is our killer. Yeah, because Tom kind of, his expression changes like, yeah. It goes through the whole here. process of how he found the grave, how he found the mask. Very montage. Very, very, yeah, montage. Very Friday the 13th when he finds the mask. I thought it was cool. Yep. Uh, how he committed the killings, how when Red, when he was locked in the cage, how he locked himself in the cage, how he, how Tom is a killer. It's how he been went Tom this, the whole time. All time, all, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et Let cetera. me get psychological real quick. When he, when, when the killer supposedly locked him in that cage and he witnessed uh, Red getting killed, I, I believe that that's a metaphor for him being locked in his own mind. You just did this last week. Yeah, I know, but I'm getting psychological here. He's locked in his own mind. He's a split personality. He's Harry and he's Tom. And he's he's, get, he's getting locked in his own head and he's <sighs> witnessing Harry do this killing when it's actually him. Andy, you know I love you. I'm and a I, psychiatrist. And if anybody ever talks about you or hurt you, I would kill them. Whatever. But that was that was no. You're Tom and Harry are the same guy. And then Tom and Axel end up fighting. Sarah's totally useless at this point, <laughs> right? Yeah, this is it, it is. I mean, this is she's just got kind of... the fucking gun, and Tom and Axel are tussling around in this in this uh, tunnel. At one point, Tom has oh. Axel like pinned against the wall. At which point, Sarah could have walked right up and put the gun to his head and blown him away. Yeah, well, I mean, but I mean, Tom is trying to get some shots off at him as Axel runs off. But it's you know, it's the fight Cheryl scene of a slasher movie. Cheryl and I were watching this, and we're like, "Where the fuck is Sarah? What's she doing? She's not doing anything." Um, but yeah, it, we end up, um, you're right. Uh, he ends up hitting Axel in the gut, uh, with the pickaxe and then, um, Tom runs off. Is he dead? Yeah. Sarah gets a, Sarah gets a couple shots off and Tom runs away. Uh, so Axel's injured and her and Sarah, him and Sarah try to escape. It's another cool, <laughs> another cool Easter egg. <laughs> what was that? The Easter, I didn't get a third uh, Easter egg. Where Tom is coming at him, breaking light bulbs. I don't remember that. It was in the first movie in 1981. Dude. He's coming down the tunnel slowly, breaking each light bulb. And as he breaks each light bulb, there's a special effect that make it flash from yes. him to the dude in the minor outfit. I love outfit. that. Was that 81 too? That wasn't in 81. I know, I he was in so. a minor outfit in 81. Yeah, but that is rad. That is seriously it's very thank cool. You. I, I could talk yeah. about that for hours, but yeah. I just, it was, I even, you know, so, um, great, great, great scene. Axel says to Sarah, he's injured, laying on the ground. You have one bullet left, you know, make it count. She squares up, you know, Tom, stop, one bullet left, and she shoots, and they do the 3D thing, slow-mo, zoom in on the bullet as it flies through uh, Tom's, like, lower side abdomen, all the way through him, out out the other side of his body and into some uh, high-pressure gas tanks that are leaned up against the wall, and there's an explosion. Is Tom dead? No. Who knows? No. A search and rescue team comes down yeah. to clear out the mine. Yeah. Uh, one discovers Tom. One of the search and rescue members discovers Tom. How yeah. does he not know he's the killer? Like if he if, doesn't. Uh, well, I mean, come on. If you're going down, there's someone. Down he, he doesn't even know that there's been killings here. He just knows there's an explosion. Like, how would a search and rescue guy know? 
Oh, yeah. Man, they're just, they knew there was an explosion. So they're you're like, way, you're, hey, there's someone here. Yeah, you're way more cinephile than I am yeah. because they, they have not met uh, Axel and Sarah yet. So he. So you're right. The, yeah. the search and rescue member's like, I'm going to find you, sir. It's going to be okay. Great shot with the POV of 3D. POV 3D. You know, they, they show the point of view from the, the rescue member, and he's, like, trying to help Tom. Tom picks up an axe right through the, the mask of the rescue member. Yeah. And it comes through, you know, obviously killing him. And uh, that allows... Tom to put on this rescue member's uniform and escape, and escape, walk out to possibly leave us uh, to believe that there's going to be a my bloody Valentine. Everybody's getting out. Axel's Pardon. okay. Uh, Sarah says they couldn't find Tom, and that's when Cheryl even said like, "Oh, he dressed up as the other guy and escaped." And that's when we see him <laughs> hobbling away past everybody. Takes off his mask. Takes off the mask, and they roll credits. So, that's my bloody Valentine, two thousand nine. Um, Thoughts? Tom, I mean, like. Well, he went back to Supernatural, you know, and to fight monsters and stuff. And Cause he's a, he's, he, he is a werewolf, though. We were joking before, right? <laughs> or is he like, a, is he, is he a... I don't know in, in, is in he a Supernatural. Scientist? Yeah, is he a, he's a scientist. I don't know what they do in that show. Anyway, what were your thoughts on this movie? I liked it. Um, we're always going to say we liked I it. I liked the first one, 1980. Like... No, I didn't like Sledgehammer. Okay. I didn't like Hospital Massacre uh, or X-Ray. Uh, but this movie... <sighs> It's hard to standing on its own. Good, good gore, good kills. You know, cool stuff like that. If you didn't know, compared that yes. to nineteen eighty one, I like nineteen eighty one. I'm better. sure a lot of these people, a lot of the the the, the audience that watched this movie, did not know that it was a that it was a remake. Yeah. So they probably just went in like, "This is rad." Well, they saw Jensen Ackles as the lead man. There you go. Like, oh my god, he he's got so it. streamy. I gotta go watch it. The the girl that was the girl <laughs> the girl who played Sarah was in White Jamie Girls. King. Jamie was in, King was yeah. in White Girls. She was one of the uh, she was Brittany little sidekick or whatever in right. White Girls. But anyway, uh, heavy kill count. Uh, why don't we go? I mean, do we have to take a break? Uh, well, yeah, we'll pause real quick for station identification and come back. An hour and 25 minutes? We'll do the kill count real fast, plugs, and what we're watching next. All right, let's do it. Okay, we're back. This is a, this is the kill count I'm impressed. I'm going to be impressed <laughs> with this one, Andy. So I'm not going to try to beef it up or do anything. Just Let's just get to the kill count because I know we're running a little over. Yeah, well, anyway, here's the kills. Yeah. Well, we know right off the bat... At the beginning of the movie, there were 22 because yes. we have a news reporter who says I'm Harry Warden killed 22 people. Then we got Trucker Frank. Uh, well, the, of the 22, shovel the shovel girl. That's your kill. Uh, oh, kill that's shot. a ridiculous shot. But we yeah. also have Jason. We also have that other guy. That's included. I'm thinking in the 22 men, women, and children. Oh, that, you're right, guy. You're so smart. Yeah. yeah so 22. Yeah. And my so kill shot we, was part of that 22. We jump forward 10 years. Trucker Frank. Um, the lady, the little lady who runs the hotel, that's my dick show cop, dick okay, shot kill. Uh, Irene, naked and afraid and dead. And then, uh, Red, uh, gets stabbed while he's on the phone or whatever. Um, Ben Foley, who had, uh, American, uh, what's the word, the curb stomp. On Philly, the Philly, yeah, Philly curb stomp. Uh, <laughs> Megan, uh, unfortunately, are we counting Megan's unborn child? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure I agree with that. Anyway, then Rosa, thrown in the dryer. And then uh, Burke, old Sheriff Burke, with his jaw ripped off. Then there was the random search party dude. <laughs> uh, Harry Warden himself actually got killed. Uh, so I'm counting 33. 
great. And the, 33. Only reason, the, only reason, the only reason I say it's 33 and I 32, you said if you don't agree with it, Megan, it was Megan's choice to have that child. So she was like. Oh, so I, you count it as a life? Yes, because it was her choice. Okay. So that, that choice. Had she said, I'm going to abort this baby, we uh, wouldn't count. Well, then, I mean, I'm not trying to sound gross but, or gnarly, but I mean, then. God, I'm getting myself in trouble. We're here. getting really progressive here in Slash U. <laughs> heavy so, political issues. Hey, uh. Like abortion and if the slasher kills a pregnant lady, does it count as two deaths? I know. Hit us up. Instagram at Slash U underscore podcast. Let us know. Next, if the slasher kills a pregnant woman, is it two deaths? Next week, our guest will be Neil Young. Uh, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, hopefully our podcast will not get canceled. Can they cancel our podcast? I mean, how can they we get- don't really do anything. We're not. We're not popular. We got seven gonna, people going. Yeah, they're gonna stand out. They're gonna go to walking in slash yeah. you in slash. Which would you. be awesome because then more people would probably listen. You're right? What, what did they say? That's so controversial. Holy shit! For real? No. I'm yeah. gonna cover my microphone. I know we're running a little over, but let me. Yeah. Do, yeah. Hey, listen. If we like, what if we did do something like that? Like, yeah. where we hired actors to. Oh, I don't know. Oh, like, to like protest? Like, us? Yeah, like I say, like slash you sucks, and like just to drum up. Yeah, because people like, would check us out. What yeah, are they, they saying? Know, so yeah, that one guy we makes loud, and the other that. guy yeah. says boobs too much. Uh, anyway, all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, email us. Think about it, though, Andy. Slash you podcast at gmail.com. Check out the website www.slashupodcast.com. Go hang out at macabredaily.com to see some great uh, visuals and articles written by wonderful. You sexy as fuck people. Yeah, I'm one and of you. Them. Uh, uh, thanks to zapsplat.com for our sound effects. Like that. <laughs> Do we get paid for that? No. Uh, the rule is it's free as long as I mention them. So that's the rule. So we could. Hey, hey. <laughs> we don't follow the rules. Oh, here. that's true. Uh, <laughs> next week we're gonna watch. Yes, next for week. next another little extra credit. We're going a little out of 1988. We're going to 1990. 1990. So. 32 years ago. Uh, this movie's called Skinned Alive. Ugh. Uh, it's the tale of a crazed family of weirdos led by Crawl Daddy, who like to kill people and remove their skin. Crawl so. Daddy looks like if Mark Zuckerberg tried to go goth. Oh, okay. Well, that's available on Tubi, which we love so much. We've watched many movies on Tubi. So check out Skinned Alive for next. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Thanks for being here. We had you know a little we, bit of a longer episode. A little bit longer. Do we? We got thirty seconds. Do we mention our social stuff? Yes. Do we mention our website? I did. And Andy, did we mention that? Happy Valentine's Day. Yep. I love you. You support the show. There's a link in the show notes, and uh, I love you too. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Um, until next time. This one flew by. I think it was because I had beer. Beer. Uh, so. Until next time, class dismissed. Class dismissed. Oh,